that. I don't have time to sit down and think about all of this stuff because if my kids aren't over scheduled something every day after school, then I have to worry about what they're doing or if they're, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it just, there's so many things there. And I've had somebody say, well, my, my son does soccer because everybody else on the block does soccer. <laughs> like, okay, but what if three of those five kids don't want to do it and their moms are thinking the same thing and mm-hmm. you say no. And so next season, half of the kids are home and they're just playing in somebody's backyard instead of everybody rushing off to soccer. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. Here's a recent review from a fellow listener. Ani's podcast is a gift. She is real about the good, the bad, and the ugly of motherhood, and her podcast will have you nodding along. She interviews great guests, has a wonderful sense of humor, and is so relatable. If you like what you hear, go ahead and give me a review. Then be sure to subscribe because you might just hear me read your review on a future episode. Now let's get into today's show. All right, I have today on the Moms Without Capes podcast, Valerie Ricor. Welcome to the show, Valerie. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So today's guest, Valerie, is a productivity specialist who helps moms who feel as though they are being pulled in too many directions find more peace and accomplishment. Valerie has a background in mental health and corporate training, so she's ready to help you manage your time better. She'll guide you towards making better decisions about how to spend your time so that you can start feeling more accomplished at the end of the day. Today, Valerie will be sharing with us how to get control of the invisible load and tackle the overwhelm that we often feel as super moms. So let's just dive in. And why don't you share with us first, Valerie, your journey of how you got to be where you are today? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, Yeah. So I worked, um, as you said, in mental health and corporate training. And then when my now um, almost 10 year old was born, I knew that I did not want to continue climbing the corporate ladder. I wanted to find that elusive magic balance that we all want in life where we're working just enough and home with our families just enough. So I quit uh, the corporate world and opened a, a professional organizing business. So I was going into people's homes and organizing their stuff. And I learned over the years that as much as I love organizing my own closets, I'm not um, organizing other people's stuff is not quite my um, jam. <laughs> my jam. It's not my sweet spot. <laughs> However, I loved helping people and some of my clients organize their task lists and talk about how they were spending their time. So, and just years of listening to friends talk about how busy they were and complaining about how. Uh, you know, they were the only ones doing so much in their house and just kind of that imbalance that happens um, as we become moms and me just feeling like there had, there had to be an answer out there. Like this didn't seem right. We didn't have to settle for this overwhelm and we're just really searching out ways to um, shift that in our lives. And um, the, the pandemic really cemented my desire to Uh, coach moms, because I think moms have just, we're exhausted and overwhelmed and tired and resentful and 
all these things. And I just don't feel like we need to be in this space or stay in this space. And I think there is a way to shift that and get back to a place where we don't want to run away from our everyday lives. And so that's my, my mission is to really just help moms figure out how to shift things in their own lives in a way that feels good for them and their families and go on from there. So you went from organizing stuff to organizing time to organizing your life. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can't cover it all. Yep. So, that's awesome. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about the mental load and specifically like the overwhelm that we feel because of it. And so let's start off. Um, I have done an episode before about the mental load, but for those of you that are all tuning in for the first time <laughs> or are just catching this episode, let's just kind of dive into what is your definition of the invisible load? Yeah. So the invisible load is all of those things that we keep in our brain, that endless running task list in the back of our head. Do we need toothpaste? Are we out of ketchup? Do we have my kids or the snacks that my kids need for school? Um, do we need to buy oranges for Saturday's soccer game? Whatever it is, it's, it's that constant running in the back of our head. When did, when did that we last? I'll go to the dentist. Do I need to make that appointment? Do we need to go see the doctor? Who needs new shoes? Like the endless stuff um, that nobody else really sees. And nobody really quite, they just magically have toothpaste in the bathroom and ketchup in the fridge and shoes that fit them. And maybe they come with you to try the shoes on, but it's just kind of, these things appear and nobody really puts any thought into how it happens. And, but it's exhausting and it's, it's draining to carry all of that in our brain while we're also holding down a job or running a business um, trying to make plans with our friends, do something for ourselves. Um, throw in a little self-care in there, which oftentimes just feels like one more thing on our to-do list, even though we know it's important for us. And we just reach a point where we are tired and resentful that nobody else seems to notice, or at the very least appreciate that this stuff happens. And, and we're just, we just, we're over it and we want that to change. Or we just feel like, this is just the way it is as moms. I right. think we've, a lot of women fall into that trap of just, it's yeah. just my role as a mom and nothing will right. ever change. And right <laughs> before, you know, the, the word invisible load, um, is a relatively new term, like even mm -hmm. in my own vocabulary, even though I'm a mom for 23 years, like <laughs> it was something I struggled with. And I always related it to, um, being a waitress. Like that was the only other time in my life before being a mom mm -hmm. where I felt pulled in a lot of different directions because I had to memorize, like, I had to remember like what table three you wanted. I had to like, make sure that I was getting the order mm -hmm. out of table five, like all of those things. And like, just being like that, that stress that occurs in our mind. And so mm -hmm. I was like, you know, and then I became a mom and I realized it was like 20 times more pressure <laughs> or a hundred times more pressure. Right. And like that, like the mom brain was just like always on always thinking. And it did create a lot of that, not only overwhelmed, but it affected my relationships. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, as listeners, you may be finding the same thing and where you start building up this resentment, mm -hmm. almost like towards, towards your husband or towards your kids. Like, can anyone else do this stuff, but they don't even know what it is because it's all that it, it's all invisible. It's yep. all within our own minds of keeping tabs and track of, of all of the things, all this, all the plates that we're spinning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. how do you, um, or like how as moms who are, who I think this is a universal, like all moms have this 
mm-hmm. invisible load, <laughs> especially moms, you know, not that dads don't carry it, but it's, I think it's just that much stronger in women. How do we begin to um, change this? Like, yeah. is there an answer? There is an answer and it comes from, um, so one of the, th- I am recently, recently certified as a, a fair play method facilitator and the fair play method, um, is all about balancing the tasks it takes to run a household and, uh, raise children. And it's bringing that the first step is really bringing the invisible, making, making it visible. Okay. So bringing it out in the open and talking about it in a way that isn't throwing a, a temper tantrum about it or leaving clothes on the floor, um, like leaving wet clothes on somebody's pillow because you're just, you know, nobody moved it from the washer to the dryer and you didn't. Like the passive aggressive. The passive aggressive. Yes, absolutely. Moving away from the passive aggressive behavior where you are communicating about it, but not in a way that's effective right. or the just grumbling about it to your girlfriends of just like my partner never does this mm-hmm. and nobody appreciates this and that it's it's an invitation with your partner to have a conversation about all of it and it it's not going to happen overnight it's going to be a continuous conversation an ongoing conversation and um what i love about the fair play method is really it guides you through that process. There's this whole deck of cards that comes with it. And it really, it helps you take out the resentment and the anger and put that aside and get so that you and your partner are on a team and it's the two of you against the world. So that's part of it. And then some of it, um, at least in the work that I do with my clients is really looking at, it's fighting against society's conditioning of what mom, a good mom is, yes. who a good mom is, redefining all of that, right? So looking at, do you love to throw elaborate birthday parties for your kids because you love doing that or because everybody else is doing it too and you feel pressure to do it? And right. what if you just said, you know what, we're having pizza and a movie and five kids over and that's what we're that's doing. True. And we're not having this over the top party because it's not important to us but we've been doing it for years because we feel like we need to. And so it's taking that step back and really looking at what is important to your family. What are your values, regardless of what society is telling you? So do you need to sign your kids up for every activity because you feel they need to be, have all of the structure and activity and what we could probably do a whole other podcast about that alone, or is it everybody gets one activity And then they find ways to entertain themselves after school a few days a week. And maybe it's playing with neighborhood kids or setting up something at home or watching TV one afternoon, like whatever that looks like, but that it's not over-scheduling our kids to the point that everybody is exhausted, but you're doing it because that's just what you feel mom should do. And so that's, it's, those are two different direct, two different steps, but I think they go hand in hand um, and really just looking at some of that stuff and getting started. Yeah, absolutely. You brought up a lot of great points and I know we're going to get into a lot more on that overwhelm piece, but you just, you know, you kind of got me thinking about <laughs> um, really just the over, like when you are bending to society's expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of instead of your own, instead of aligning what you're doing with your own priorities and your own values, when mm-hmm. you are 
under that pressure of society and caring what everyone else thinks and throwing those huge parties and packing your schedule because you think that that's going to be the best thing for your kids. That's adding to the overwhelm. That's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's unnecessary addition to that mental load Mm -hmm. that we're carrying that you, you kind of like tear it wide open and say, this doesn't have to be this way. Like challenging the society's expectations and saying, let's get back to the basics. Let's get back to actually mm-hmm. how you want to be running your family. Yeah. Rather than what yeah, you which think you have I to realize run. in the moment that might feel huge and you might be saying, yeah, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to sit down and think about all of this stuff because mm-hmm. if my kids aren't over scheduled something every day after school, then I have to worry about what they're doing or if they're, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it just, there's so many things there. And I've had somebody say, well, my, my son does soccer because everybody else on the block does soccer. <laughs> like, okay, but what if three of those five kids don't want to do it and their moms are thinking the same thing and mm-hmm. you say no. And so next season, half of the kids are home and they're just playing in somebody's backyard instead of everybody rushing off to soccer. Right. And just pushing back on that. And when you do take that time to examine all of that and push back on some of it, it gives you so much more time back Mm -hmm. in your days and helps clear some of that overwhelm because now you're not, okay, it's Tuesday. My kids have to go here and this kid needs to go there. And, oh, this person is out of, she outgrew her shin guards and we need to go find Like it's, there's so much that comes along with that. And so when you're able to, to step back a little bit, it frees up a lot of brain power. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So what are some like practical ways to deal with the overwhelm? Like you Mm -hmm. mentioned pulling back and looking at your values, but what does Mm -hmm. that look like on a day-to-day basis? Yeah. So first there are a lot of things that just have to be done every day. So what the fair play book and method calls the daily grind, right? Everybody has to eat. There's dishes, there's laundry. Kids have to get to school. You have to get to work. Um, Those ongoing things. And so starting with having a conversation with your partner related to those things and who's in charge of what um, doing that. So for instance, my husband and I both work from home. He loves to cook. We eat most of our meals at home. We have a lot of dishes, and we, we sat down and I'm just like, I'm tired of looking at the kitchen, being such a mess and feeling like it's always my responsibility. Yeah, yeah. I, he doesn't think that it is, but it just, it feels that way to me. Sometimes Absolutely. my de- my desk is right next to the kitchen. I can see the dirty mm-hmm. dishes. And I said, what if we try, we each take one week. So Sunday through Saturday, one of us is fully in charge of dishes what a great idea. And we're a few weeks into it and it's great. It means one week. I don't have to worry about it. It's not my problem. I can look at the dishes and be like, that's great. I don't have to deal with it today. Um, or we have things that we hand wash. And so I can let them pile up for a couple of days when it's my turn Mm -hmm. and then wash them every couple of days instead of feeling like we need to get this done every day. And some, it might look different in your house. You may say, we're going to try it every day. And at the end of every day, all of the dishes need to be done including everything hand-washed, counters cleaned, whatever that might look like, but it's coming up with a system that works and um, getting your kids involved in there as well. So starting with that, um, or that is one one part of it. Another part of it, um, after looking, and you can start by figuring out some of your your values and or if that feels like too too much, um, just thinking about what you want your 
kid's childhood to look like? What are the things that you want to remember? Or if that feels too big, what do you just want this school year to look like? Mm -hmm. Or this season, the next six months, what do you want that to look and feel like when you're looking back on that? Right. And then sit down and do a brain dump and get all the tasks out of your head. Everything that you're thinking of, ideas you have, projects you want to work on, things you know you need to do, just get it all out of your head. And then you can compare that list with your goals and maybe cross some things off that just don't belong there right now. And maybe they end up on a list that's the the someday list, right? Like I have things I want to do someday with my business, but I'm not going to keep that on a to-do list right now because it's not the right time. And I don't want it to clutter up my brain and my time. So I've written it out a little bit, gotten some ideas and stuck it away where I will come across it sometime, someday, but I'm not going to worry about it right now. So right now I can focus on these particular projects for my business and these particular ideas for my house or my family and, and start there and taking that time. And I, again, this doesn't have to be a big afternoon project. You don't, you could do this in 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Maybe you talk with your kids and your, your partner about some of these dreams. So we do, we had a, we have a list of things we wanted to do this fall trick-or-treating. I really want to eat a caramel apple because I haven't had one for a while. <laughs> still working on that one. Um, you still have time. It's only, I have, it's I have time. <laughs> it's fine. Right. I'm not, I'm not worried about that one. Yet. But like, just, and it's just, there was like a specific, um, like a festival that we wanted to go see. And so we make a bucket list and then we'll make one for the winter of all the things we want mm-hmm. to do this winter. And so that way we're also putting some fun into, um, what we're doing on a regular basis sure. and making sure that that stuff happens as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love those ideas. And the the thing that you were saying before about um, the very first example about the dishes, Mm -hmm. and it just struck me like you were like, let's try this, right? Like keywords. So many moms like Mm -hmm. will try something and then they totally discount. Like they're like, it doesn't work. And then they give Mm -hmm. up like, this is just, and I think that contributes to that mentality of saying, it's, this is just good. This is just the way motherhood is like, this right. is how momhood is right. Instead mm-hmm. of like being curious and saying, well, let's try this. Like that didn't work. Let's have an open mind and try something else. Try something Continue to try. And even if something does work for like months at a time, and then it mm-hmm. starts not working, like not just saying like, oh, I tried that. And you know, it's not working anymore. Being yes. curious and kind of doing some experiments. Mm-hmm. And saying like, well, what else can we try and doing brainstorm even as a family, like you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's that, that tinkering, the the trying new things and the evaluate the evaluating part mm-hmm. of it. That's a big part of of my work too, is things will work for a few weeks, a few months, a season. And then you need to check in every now and then and right. see what still what is still working, what isn't working, what what do we need to tweak? Like okay, my kids are old enough now they can help with a dishwasher. How are we going to make that a thing? So each day, one of our kids is in charge. They have to empty the dishwasher once. If it happens to be a day we empty, we run the dishwasher a couple of times. One of the adults will take the rest of the day, but one time, once a day, the kids are in charge of emptying the dishwasher Mm -hmm. that may, that's going to grow, right? As they get older, they're going to have more responsibilities. And so it's that evaluating what's working and what's not and figuring out what to tweak. Um, and that curiosity, I love that word in there of let's be curious about it. Let's really see what, what might work and experiment and see 
Right. Um, see what happens. Yeah. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with moms without capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. What about the um, never-ending task list? Let's go back to that mental load and like, that's always going through our mind or like, how do we get that out of our mind and how do we make that visible and make mm-hmm. it where there might be an end to it or yeah, so it's not never ending and feeling insurmountable. insurmountable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's a couple of different answers in there. One, I think it's um, acceptance that the task list will never, it will never end. And to just release some peace with that. Okay. <laughs> right? There will always be laundry to do. There will always be dishes. We will always have to buy groceries. It may be done for a day or a few days or a week, but it happens. Mm -hmm. Um, I find then the days where I really feel like I'm knocking things off my list and I'm productive by the end of the day or the next morning, I've added 10 more things that I've thought. (laughs) (laughs) So I I think there's just, there's some release in that and that acceptance of, okay, this is never going to end. How can I focus on what I need to do today, which is not everything. It's pulling out the, the, the key things that are moving say, your business forward. If you're an entrepreneur, moving your career forward, or just doing some daily tasks for your job. Maybe there's a couple of things in there for the house and just accepting that those are the five things that you're going to do today. And everything else is just going to sit there and wait its turn. And just accepting that. Yeah. I would say your top three to five things. If you, I would, I often have a bonus list. Like these are the things that I need to do today. And Mm -hmm. once these are done, I can be done for the day or I can tackle the bonus stuff. Right. (laughs) And so I've, I know that I have done what I needed to do today to move my business and my life forward. If I get these other things done, great. If not, they'll happen tomorrow. Right. And just knowing that if you don't complete your to-do list, the world is not going to stop spinning. It will continue on and just sort of working on that acceptance, which I, again, I'm not saying that is easy, Mm -hmm. but it's something I think we can work on is just knowing that it was enough at the end of the day Yes, and working on that, that piece. Um, The part of making the invisible visible comes back to um, the, the, this fair play method that she's got like a hundred some cards that that line out or detail all the tasks it takes to run a family and a household and raise kids. And, and you can go through there and pull cards out. So we do not send Christmas cards. It just long ago was just like, this is not something I want. This is not important to us. I love receiving them. I do not care to spend the time to send them out. So that card fully out of our deck, because it is not something that we're going to worry about. So it's looking at some of those and what can we remove and having conversations with your partner of, okay, this is important to me. Hey, it is really important to me to send Christmas cards. You might not care about it, but it's really important to me to stay in touch with our family and friends that way. Mm -hmm. So that's probably going to be my, my responsibility 
to take that on. And, and maybe through a conversation about why it's so important, it's getting back to that, why we do these things. Mm -hmm. My partner may hop on board and think it's a wonderful idea. And, and somehow we can share that, but for the most part, it, it, it just becomes my task. Um, and so talking through these cards brings all of that stuff out into conversations and onto the surface and makes it visible so that you have some, there's some ground rules in there. And then you have this list and you're not going to sit down and go through the entire list in one night. It's going to be over time, Mm -hmm. but it's going to, it'll connect back to your values as a family, your goals that you want for you and your family, and then getting into the why we do something. So why is it we empty our trash once a week? because we value a clean and healthy home and and we we compost because we value taking care of the earth and so these are the things okay so what does that look like who's in charge of trash on any given time what day does it go out what does that look like and you so you have those conversations and over time all of that stuff starts to come out and you have you get into the why and it will hopefully put you and your partner on the same page. So it's the two of you against the world. And, <laughs> um, and, and you could go from there. Nice. All right. Yeah. I love those ideas. So what we talk a lot about self-care, I know that you're part, you're already <laughs> part of our group, right? Moms of that Capes Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And so we talk a lot about self-care and how to prioritize yourself among all of the other tasks and things that we have to do. Mm-hmm. So self-care as, as everyone's been learning that it's more than just manicures, massages, right? It could include Mm -hmm. that, but it definitely doesn't have to. So I'm always, one of the questions that I always ask guests is what is your go-to self-care practice? Yeah. Um, I have a couple. So one, um, is exercise. So I do not love exercising, but I'm always happy when I'm done with it. And I know that I always always feel better when I'm done with it. Mm -hmm. So making time for that, um, not necessarily every day, but as many days during the week. Um, So making time for that. And I love to read. And so just making time for me to read. I go to bed early so I can read before bed. If I have time on the weekends to just sit on my back porch when the weather is nice and read I will do that. Um, and I can tell when I haven't been reading fun books, like if I'm just sitting down and reading like something self-care. heavy, um, I get kind of cranky after a while. Like I need mm-hmm. fun non or fiction books that just kind of distract me for a while. Yeah, that and, you can lose yourself in. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I, I remember like when my oldest was born and I was way too tired in that newborn stage mm-hmm. to read, I like, I remember really missing that. Like I just didn't have that as a piece. And so I make sure that there's time um, every day for that. Nice. And so where, um, uh, so a book, that's my other question <laughs> that I asked is what is a book that has um, greatly impacted you or that you can recommend to the listeners? Yeah. Um, so I know I've been talking about this a lot. There's, um, can I cheat? I have two. Um, they're related. Absolutely. Go for it. <laughs> cheat away. <laughs> um, so Eve Rodsky is the author of the fair play method. And it was the first book after reading all sorts of things of just how angry women are and how mad moms are to be in this place that we are in society. And Eve comes along and goes, here's how we fix it. And I thought, this is brilliant. I love it. And her follow-up to that is called Unicorn Space. And it fits right in with self-care. And it's all about 
finding something in our lives that is outside of us being a parent and a partner that we get to be a person and we get to go do something that is just for us. And she gets in deep as to what that looks like and how to figure that out and shares all sorts of examples. And I love my plan for 2023 because I've read the book, but now it's time to actually put it into practice (laughs) and go back to all the pages I've flagged and be like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do these things Mm -hmm. and, and dive into that. Cause that's um, just something I, I feel is missing in my life. And it's time to dive into that. Yeah. Nice. So where can, where can moms find you? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at stride productivity. Um, and you can also head to my website. So, um, which is strideproductivity.com. And, um, I I've switched my newsletter up a little bit from being just a weekly newsletter to uh, more of a private podcast and texting, uh, messages for you. So things you can listen to and, and digest while you're sitting in the uh, school pickup line nice. and just keeping that, that simple. So you can find that information on strideproductivity.com. All right, Valerie. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Today's episode is sponsored by the Super Mom Detox, an incredible coaching program designed to help moms take off their Super Mom cape and feel comfortable in their own skin. Have you felt like you've lost yourself since becoming a mom because you got caught up in the idea that you have to take care of everyone and everything else and sacrifice who you are to be the kind of mom you want to be? The Super Mom Detox will guide you in rediscovering who you are and getting yourself off the back burner and onto solid ground. This amazing program will teach you how to let go of perfectionism, people-pleasing, unrealistic expectations, unhealthy boundaries, and negative thought patterns that are keeping you stuck. Motherhood can be so much more enjoyable when you learn to take care of yourself the way you deserve. Stop feeling guilty or bad about making time for yourself. You are so worthy of taking up space. Find out more about the Supermoms Detox by clicking the link in today's show notes and signing up for a call with me. If nothing else, you'll get clear on what's keeping you on the back burner. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.